Welcome to Legend Lore with Jess and Lauren, where we talk about Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Today we are talking about a giant burger that might murder you. Shh, it's that's Norgabur. a secret. A secret burger! I'm Jess, I'm a game designer and frequent contributor to the Pathfinder and Starfinder RPGs. And I'm Lauren, that only locals know to order animal style. Before we get started, I'm just going to remind everybody that Legend Lore is headcanons only. We're going to dive into some Pathfinder 2 rules and lore, but we're not here to give you official answers or rulings on anything that we talk about. Now, a quick uh, disclaimer, just because I'm going to mess this up. Norgorber, Norgerber is kind of a hard name to say a little bit. He's a cool deity, and I'm really excited to get to talk about him, but I'm not excited to get to butcher his name over and over again. I so, think he likes friend, it when you do that, though. Oh, but he likes it. Friends, yeah. just please be gentle when I butcher this a lot. And and know that Norgorber does enjoy some butchering. Yeah. Blackfingers, Father Skinsaw, the Grey Master, the Reaper of Reputation. Norgorber goes by a lot of different names. He is the god of greed, murder, poison, and secrets in the Pathfinder setting. He is one of the ascended gods as well, which means that like Caden Kalian and Aomide, he was once a mortal who passed the test of the Starstone and then ascended to become a god. But unlike Caden and Aomide, Norgrimmar's life prior to ascension is a mystery, even to his faithful. Now, typically... The followers of Norgabur are going to depict him just using his religious symbol. It's a black, featureless mask. And sometimes it's a black, featureless mask with a bit of with a skull in there. They mm -hmm. didn't write that anywhere, but they keep showing the symbol like that in the books. That means it's canon. Oh, sometimes fact, sometimes it has the skull. Other times it has kind of like an anime sparkle over one eye. Oh, so you heard it here first. Norgabur is a magical girl. And yeah, just like picture that he's doing his like little winky face and then one of his eyes is twinkling and he's going like, ooh, 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 I'm Norgor. Oh my God, Jess, you're too much. All right. All right. I ha we have to, we have to move on folks. Me and Jess have started making these episodes longer and longer. Yeah. We get on tangents and we just we just are it's a problem. and we just, we have fun. So we've got I'm gonna put this on track. You're gonna be the one who derails Jess. I'm putting this on track. Yeah. <laughs> so he is so against uh, his depiction being realistic that mm -hmm. when an artist tries to create his likeness uh, more showing like you know I assume this is what his face might look like mm -hmm. or, or i had a divine inspiration this is what he looks like he will give them blindness or tremors to prevent their work he has even been described by those who claim to have seen him as merely a nondescript figure in a hood dressed in black and gray and with a face lost in shadows clearly he has let them know what will happen if they try to say more than that yeah, so we've talked a little bit already about Norgerber's holy symbol, which is the black mask, either featureless with a skull or with his little, like, uwu face anime sparkle. Uh, his sacred animal is the spider, but often artwork will use any kind of, like, crawls-in-the-night Halloween creature to... Uh... It should have been a bat. It should have been I a bat. I think bats are sometimes used as well, alongside, like, rats... Oh, I like the rat even better. Mm -hmm. I like the rat. Well, they are related, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. phylum rodentia. Yeah. And then his sacred colors are black and gray. Now, Norgaber was actually the first of the ascended gods, you know, the ones that were mortals that became gods. He was mm -hmm. the first to test to pass the test of the star sun. It was in 1893. And to put this in reference, that mm -hmm. means that Caden Kalian passed it almost like 900 years yeah, yeah almost yeah, like a, a thousand like years a thousand later. years later yeah and yeah. then Aomade was like another a thousand after that all right all right now worshippers of Norgobur are considered cultists by nearly all inhabitants of the inner sea region instead of just the faithful of a god like you would be as the worshipper of any other god 
His cult is forbidden, in fact, in almost every nation of the inner sea, with the exception of Absalom, where it's tolerated. And so, as a result, Norgaber, unlike most of the other gods, and certainly unlike the other ascended gods, is primarily worshipped in secret. Now, if you're a member of a secret society, and you're trying to go out on the street and know who's got your back, well, you know, these cultists, they have a thing for that. A lot of times they'll wear masks with elaborate details like a hinged jaw or colorful images as a symbol of their devotion. And they'll wear different masks for different emotions or signals. Pretty much only removing those uh, in private if they're, if they're going to be doing dealings in Norgerber's name. And these worshippers, they come from all walks of life. But collectively, we call them the sons and daughters of the mask. Unlike most of the other gods that Pathfinder has, Norgerber has one aspect or one uh, identity, one disguise even, that represents one of his four uh, aspects, like the, the concepts that he is a god of. Black Fingers represents Norgerber as a god of poison. Father Skinsaw represents Norgerber as a god of murder. The Grey Master represents Norgaber as a god of thieves, and the Reaper of Reputation represents Norgaber as a god of secrets. And there are some rare temples that might be dedicated to Norgaber in all four of these guises, but they aren't the norm. And it's much more common for a temple of Black Fingers or a temple of the Grey Master to operate almost like it's a separate faith, though they might cooperate with each other on plans orchestrated by Norgerber or orchestrated by like the higher-up followers of his faith and his agents, just to, to play out like the most, the most complex schemes. Now, getting more in-depth with these, Norgerber's aspect, the Black Fingers. This is the aspect for mad science. It's... The alchemists, the poisoners, these are the ones who know the secret techniques. They know formulas that they did bad things to develop, right? And they're, they're, they're going to be recklessly experimenting. They might selectively breed really deadly animals to be even deadlier. <laughs> they might use uh, unwitting test subjects, if you know what I mean. And these Blackfinger cultists, they're probably the sources of some really potent new contrabands on the market. There are also some herbalists who might worship Norgerber as the Blackfingers, but those will typically be herbalists who maybe are okay with darker dealings, who are okay with selling poisons to people who will use them to kill. I feel like you kind of have to be at least okay with acknowledging that your worship of one of these aspects allows bad things to happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. Father Skinsaw is the uh, aspect of Norgerber that focuses on being a god of murder. And so Father Skinsaw is worshipped by serial killers, by bandits, by thieves, but also by people who are maybe upstanding respected wealthy citizens by day and then just indulge in their worship of Norgerber or of Father Skinsaw by night. To them, every slice of the blade is a prayer, you know? They're terrible people. The Grey Master. This is the aspect for stealing the things that you want. Theft is encouraged. Every time you cut a purse, that is a prayer. Take what you want, regardless of morals and laws. Consider nothing except profit. And these are the most likely cultists of Norgerber to organize. You will frequently find thieves' guilds that probably have a few holy symbols running around, and high-ranking clergy in the upper echelon of their folk. And finally, to those who worship Norgerber as their reaper of reputation, information is your most powerful weapon. 
These are going to be your politicians, your spy masters, your archivists and researchers who are collecting secrets that they can then control who has what information. The Reaper of Reputation is considered to be like the least malevolent aspect of Norgaber, but that's only because the Reaper of Reputation, like the name suggests, is more interested in ostracizing people, in cutting them away from their families and the things that they love, and isolating them to uh, kind of suffer more of like an internal terrible fate, as opposed to just outright killing them. A deity like this is so loathsome and detestable that you would assume he has no friends. But in fact, Father Sins... The father skinsaw aspect specifically allies with Achikek, the mantis god of murder for pay. <laughs> yeah. Nur yeah. Nurgabur is also allied with Savannah and with Thamir Gix, the silent blade. This is the evil halfling god of thievery and assassinations. And it's mm -mm, unclear if Nurgabur helped Thamir ascend or vice versa. Nurgabur has, uh, as you might expect though, Norgabur has a lot of enemies. Uh, Avadar is not particularly pleased with him. Uh, from Avadar's perspective, thievery undermines commerce and the acquisition of honest wealth. Uh, it's hard K It's hard to talk about honest wealth with Avadar. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get on it. Mm -hmm. When you start looking at just hordes and hordes of money, you cannot become filthy rich without getting fil- I, I better get off this soapbox. I don't know right. though. We'll get into that when we get into Avatar eventually, but I don't know that Avatar is pro-single-person uh, accumulating lots of wealth. That's that's an episode mm -hmm. that I am afraid to do because I might go unhinged. Caden Killeen sees Norgobar as a coward and a villain. Erastal mistrusts him, and for good reason. His followers have destroyed many lives. Iomade blames him for Aridin's death. I wonder why. And Serenay was tricked by Norberger into faking redemption. And yeah. finally. No, apparently, apparently, uh, Norberger just, like, constantly goes to Serenay. It's like, I want to be redeemed. I'm turning over a new leaf. And Serenay is like, okay, buddy, we're going to get you on the right path. Let's do this. Let's do your redemption. And then Norberger just, like, ha, ha, I tricked you. And apparently that's happened, like, uh, too many times. And now Serenay is just like, that's it. You're, I don't believe you anymore. I imagine he did it a lot, and she mm -hmm. fell for it every time. And I bet if he did it again, she'd fall for it again. I don't know. I don't know. What I read seemed to suggest that she's, like, drawn a fern lime in the sand. She's just like, no more. I don't believe you. No more. That's great. No more. Well, good for her. It's mm -hmm. important to have boundaries. Also, though, Torag is our last enemy of Norgaber because Norgaber does kind of encourage actions that eat away at civilization. So, you know, it's yeah. not really something that Torag's all about. And Norgaber is not a member of any pantheons, at least so, so far as they've been established currently. He's kind of his own pantheon, you know? Mm, that's true. All four of his aspects could be considered like the pantheon of Norgaber. Now, we don't have any holy sites for Norgaber because he's unholy. And you might find unholy energy in, in alchemy shops where they're really ready to kind of peddle some drugs that aren't ready for market or in thieves guilds or a merchant house all of these different places could be temples for Nurgabur and if they are a true temple if they're dedicated to the worship of Nurgabur they probably conceal their true nature during the day as like another shop we're just honest fishing folk you can come and buy some tackle and then they flip the they flip the sign over and then suddenly like they just start stabbing people inside <laughs> i don't know i imagine that's that look that's what it's like right yeah you know the stuff they do in the temples to, to norgaber that's what you do i don't know if come it's a great if it's a temple to the Reaper of Reputation, it's probably just, like, a little sewing circle where they all gossip. 
oh my goodness but it's like only the elites you know mm-hmm. who are who are doing the sewing oh god or even worse like all the elites have brought their servants to do the sewing while they gossip in the other room that's terrible Ugh, the rich eat the rich folks okay we'll get to this in the era in the abadar episode we will get to this capitalism has destroyed me yeah all right so nordaber uh grants his divine spells and powers to characters who are lawful evil neutral evil and chaotic evil in addition if a character is following his aspect of the reaper of reputation they can instead be neutral norgerber's domains are death secrecy trickery and wealth if you worship norgerber he commands that you keep your true identity identity secret, that you sacrifice anyone in your way for whatever need you may have of that sacrifice. Take advantage of everything you can in a fight. Always hit them in their weak spot. And lastly, work from the shadows. Conceal your true actions until it's too late for them to stop you. Norgerber's anathemas are allowing your true identity to be connected to your dark dealings, sharing a secret freely, and showing mercy. And if you can abide by these tenets of Norgaber, and if you are a cleric, he will grant you harm rather than heal, you will be trained in stealth, and you will know how to use Norgaber's preferred weapon, the short sword. And if you do cast spells from spell slots as a cleric of Nurgaber, you will have illusory disguise, invisibility, and phantasmal killer added to your spell list. The boons and curses for Nurgaber presented on Gods and Magic page 37 are are the minor boon. Nurgaber protects your secrets and lies. Once, when you roll a failure at a deception check to lie, you get a critical success instead. And Norgerbird typically chooses to grant this boon to protect an extremely consequential lie, one of the important, the big ones. If you have moderately pleased Norgerbird and you strike with a poisoned weapon, but you critically fail to hit, you know, normally that poison's gonna be spent. But if, if, you've, you know, if you've made him happy like this, your poison will get another chance. You can try again. Now, and if you hit but you can't get through like the resistance or something you're still gonna get that extra chance for the poison but once you've done it once once ooh, they don't like it they feel the poison it is spent then and his major boon what you will get if you really are in the favor of norgber is that you will become immune to divination effects and attempts to magically alter your memory unless you choose to be affected or those effects come from a deity artifact or other similarly powerful source. You will also, with his major boon, uh, be prevented from being tricked or forced by mundane means into revealing a secret that you actually wanted to keep. If you have mildly perturbed Norgaber, you will find that your income is slowly being drained away. Because whenever you earn an income, earn capital E, income capital I, this is a game term, you will always earn your money as if the task were two levels lower due to theft, loss, or bad fortune. And if you earn a little bit more of his ire than that, you will find that you uh, more quickly succumb to poisons that are used against you. When you roll a failure on a fortitude save against a poison, you will instead get a critical failure against that poison. If you have done goofed in the major sense, Norgobur is going to take away your ability to remember things. I must have seriously made him mad because my memory oh lord my memory you're gonna roll a d4 every day when you wake up from your rest if you get a one you forget everything that happened yesterday forever on a two you temporarily forget what happened yesterday uh but 
you know, it's just it's a temporary amnesia. On a three, you temporarily forget something important that happened yesterday, which sucks. <laughs> and on a four, you temporarily remember things that didn't happen. I so, had no idea yeah. that movie Fifty First Dates was actually a film about an excommunicated cleric of Norgaber. Oh my god. Head cannons only. <laughs> that should be that should be canon. Because that's cute. That movie was so cute, too. Oh, and that, just the, that movie was a horror. And just the idea that, like, she was, that she <laughs> that she used to be this skin-saw cultist who murdered everyone and mm -hmm. said, you know what? I, I'm done with this. I'm, I'm going to go live a good life now. And so Norgerber's like, yeah, well, you're going to go on 50 first dates with Adam She, Sandler. like, she, like, felt remorse for her actions and she tried to turn herself in. And Norgerber was like, no, 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 you're not revealing that secret. That's right. That's right. Now, if you celebrate Norga Burger, there are some holidays. Even even Norga Burgers. That's now the name of it's not the Sons and Daughters of the Mask. It's Norga Burgers. You can celebrate the Ascendance Night. This is the night that Norga Burr, uh we assume this was the night he passed the test of the Starstone, but you know like how can you really know anything about Norgaber, right? But they celebrate this on the 2nd and the 3rd of Desnes. Speaking of, though, so Ascendance Night is uh, celebrated by his followers to, to like, celebrate his completion of the Test of the Starstone. But the actual celebration of his ascension does not actually take place on Ascendance Night. It takes place on some other day during the winter in the dead of the night, where his followers will kidnap an innocent person so that they can commit harms against them. Uh, the specific harms depend on which aspect of Norgaber they worship, though. They might ritually sacrifice the victim by poisoning them to death, or for followers who refrain from killing, like the cult of the Reaper of Reputation, they might plant incriminating evidence against this person to frame them for a crime, they might steal something valuable. They might destroy their relationships. But this other secondary celebration is a celebration of the same thing, but it happens on a different day so that you never know what day during the winter you need to be prepared for the uh, the Norgabrites to act. As a cultist of Nurgaber, another way you might identify each other rather than just the mask that you wear is with aphorisms, right? You know, like a secret code that one mm -hmm. Nurgaberger might say to another to let them know, I get you. And the first one we have for you is with one hand I give. Now, this can be both a salutation and it can be a warning. Just depends on the context, right? Like, if you're... If you're in the, if you're giving your money to a hot dog merchant and you, and, but, but you're curious if, I've I got a feeling about them. They might help me kill that guy over there. Oh, here, here you go. Here's the money with one hand I give. Now, you know, they might, they might be like, oh, well, I wait for a fair price. And now, you know, this is the person. Or on the other hand, though, the other way is with one hand I give. What's the other hand doing? You know, it's like it's yeah. kind of making you think. That's the, how this the is implied, a yeah, the implied threat of like with one hand I give, but with the other I take away. Exactly. You know, that would be interesting to do a a uh, a knoll of Norgerber mm -hmm. because the knolls in Pathfinder have that one feat where like one of their hands is the healy hand and the other hand is the not healy hand. So Ooh. like it's with one hand. I, oh, that's stupid. But I love it. <laughs> No, I, I like that too. Uh, another aphorism that we have for the uh, cultists of Norgaber is, I wait for a fair price. And so the meaning of this one is that you are waiting for the moment where this thing that you have is going to accrue its maximum value, or a secret that you are holding is going to do like the maximum amount of damage when you share it. You are waiting for the uh, you, you, you possess something, an item, a secret, or what have you, whose full potential has yet to be revealed, but you are sharing that you have it and that you are waiting. One of your party members might be like, why are you still holding on to that? It's useless and we should sell it. Well, what can I say? I wait for a fair price. That, that's what I think. I don't know. These are kind of tough to use, but 
I think that's because I'm not uh, a psychopath who is <laughs> in, intent on concealing everything. But if you are, in fact, a psychopath intent on stealing everything, you might become a PC. <laughs> and if you're a cleric or if you're a champion, that means you're going to be probably be evil because all of the champions of Norger can become evil champions. I, I imagine, though, that these specialty, you know, I love talking about the specialty clerics. Yeah. Or specialty priests or, you know, like specialty champions. I imagine that they're going to try and take advantage of the stealth training that they get from the church, mm-hmm. right? They're probably going to use weapons that have the concealable trait. You're going to wear like light or medium armor, something that doesn't, something mm-hmm. that doesn't impede your stealth. Doesn't make you real good at like that. You know what I think would be really great if you were a cleric or a champion of Norgaber, and maybe your game has like free archetype. I think it would be really great if you took the dandy archetype. Oh well, well I was well, I was about to say I think that he would actually have four specialty priests and four specialty Ooh. champions based on each of the aspects. And your dandy one is definitely Reaper of Reputation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because then your Gray Master is I don't know Rogue Dedication. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one? Father Skinsaw. This is oh man. Is there one for just serial killer? Maybe Mauler. I think I that's know. also Rogue. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Black fingers then would be. Oh, we've got uh, we've know, got like, like assassin. Oh yeah, assassin. Yeah, for sure. And then black fingers, you know, we've got alchemist, we've got inventor, we've got thaumaturge, you got all kinds of wizard, you got all the all the stuff that you know likes to make things. Yeah, yeah. There's probably like a there's yeah you could do like the um the medic the healer. There's probably like an herbalist one somewhere there. Ooh, that's really good. You mm-hmm. can be like the evil medic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, for the other classes, for the non-divine uh, or or the non-deity-specific classes, mm-hmm. obviously the alchemist is a good fit. I mean, we already mm-hmm. talked about how how well that fits Blackfingers. Yeah, barbarian. I I guess like you were saying about um, doing the. Uh, the father skin saw situation but then i i definitely feel skin saw you yeah. i think it would also it's... be fun to be like a like a, a black fingers barbarian who uses poison imagine this there's one thing we know about the extremely rich and powerful it's they don't like getting called on their bs and they mm-hmm. can fly off the rails mm-hmm. maybe you're a reaper of reputation barbarian but you only rage when, like, when like everything's on the line. Like you've been called out, you know, or or, or like they, they stole your bank account. Like you know, I can't believe this got leaked. Well, and you know, you grab your little pee on and just throw them across the room, you know. Oh, I love this. Apparently, I love this. It's good for Norgabert. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Uh, for Bard, I feel like Enigma Bard is like the ultimate Norgabert Bard. Yeah. And then, like, your your Enigma Muse is just, like, secrets. It's Norgaber. Also the Warrior Muse, you know? Mm-hmm. You gotta be ready to go do the deeds. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about Norgaber Druids? What do I think about Norgaber Druids? Alright, so our aspects here... Oh, nope, I'm down for Norgaber Druids specifically because of Black Fingers. Yeah, 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 yeah. But do you know what else I love? Now, if you are a wild shaping druid, if you are a wild order druid, there is one of the druid feats that you can take oh. that is a classic, oh. like OGL and OGL descended game druid class feature called One Thousand Faces, where you turn not into animals but into other people, and you become like a person shape changer. Okay, I'm down for that mechanically, but like conceptually, as a druid, what are mm. you all about? If a Norgaber druid, what is it that you strive for? You know, what do you what are your what do you live for? You know? Well, okay, let me let me look at what your edicts and anathema are for the wild order, because I'm pitching this as a wild order druid. Right. I can definitely see like with especially with black fingers where we're talking about yeah. like you know, like selectively breeding more and more awful things. I can Ooh. for sure feel that. You know, Ooh. 
Like that's drew it all day. And especially with with what you're talking about, like the thousand faces thing. Like that's real yeah. hard. Okay, so for the Wild Order, becoming fully domesticated by the temptations of civilization is anathema to your order. This doesn't prevent you from buying and using processed goods or staying in a city for an adventure, but you can never come to rely on those conveniences or truly call such a place your permanent home. So you could be someone who is kind of a a wanderer, someone who passes through cities but never truly considers any of them your home. And you go around and you collect all of the secrets from all of the people. And you use your shape-changing abilities not only to turn into people, but also just to turn into, like, an innocent little kitty cat that's gonna, like, eavesdrop on this conversation. And if you're not concerned about druids eavesdropping on you, then, like, sure, you'll have this conversation in front of a kitty cat. Or maybe you're just uh, turning into a small animal to make it easier to hide amongst the bushes. Nobody starts out a Nurger Burger druid, right? Mm-hmm. You ha- you were a druid who used to have ideals. You were naive to the ways of the world. Maybe. And you have been damaged. You have learned that if you want to protect nature, this is how you do it. You go to the shadows. You take on a different face. You 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 never you never stay in the same place for more than three days. This is how this is how it happens. Well, how many secrets do the wilds have compared to the city? Less and less every day. You're welcome, the biologists. But like as a as a druid, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about all of these cities being built and stealing away? Oh, the secrets of the wild places. I see. How do you feel about about these biologists learning your secrets? Yeah. You, maybe maybe you don't like it. Maybe this is for the world. It is not for men. Maybe this is too much on Druid. All right. Just, <laughs> we can't do, we I'm can't just like do this. so. We can't. I know. I want to play this we Druid can't. now. <laughs> go, go into Path Builder and make it up level ten. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll. Okay. Next up is the fighter. And I think this one's easy because the followers of Nurgaber, any of the aspects are going to need a bodyguard. Oh, yeah, for sure. You could also be like a a skin saw murderer as like a fighter. Oh, yeah. You can also just be a straight up murderer. (laughs) Uh, Same with gunslinger. You could be you could be a skin saw murderer. You could be part of like a thieves guild as a gunslinger, especially like way of the uh, the pistol arrow or way of the trigger brand where you're trained in thievery. Uh, or you could be like a, a black fingers. Your fingers are a little cut. Co- your fingies are covered in the black powder. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Like the mm-hmm. black. Okay, well, I wasn't gonna go for like the look of the black powder on the fingers. But yeah, like the alchemy, like you know, side. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, Jess! Because this is in alphabetical order, we come to the best one. I yeah. didn't consider this until I read it. That's why I like doing these wholly off the cuff. Yeah. Because this is crazy good. Yeah. An investigator who worships Norgerber. This is amazing. This is amazing. Investigator you're play- you're- is incredible for Reaper of Reputation. Yo, you are the dirtiest of the dirty cops, mm-hmm. right? Like, like you are working within the system to bring it down so you can profit. Mm-hmm. Or, or really, you're working within the system so you can do X, where X is good for you. It doesn't matter. It can be any millions of things. This fits for all aspects, and it's interesting for all aspects. I agree. Okay, inventor. How do you feel about being an inventor who, like, jealously guards the discoveries that you've made? You created this innovation, and this is a secret that you want to hold, and you want no one to find out about, like, the the discoveries that you're making. Well, that actually fits a lot of them as well, Mm -hmm. because... The knowledge that you have that could be, you know, that's a reaper of reputation thing, mm-hmm. jealously mm-hmm. guarding that. Yeah. The the price it could bring you in the future, that's a gray master thing. Mm-hmm. The just the the alchemy, the process, like the scientific method that you don't want your peers to steal. Mm-hmm. That's black fingers. And of course, you know, the potential to murder. I actually I feel like Father Sinskal 
father skin saw would want to share that let's murder together friends no but oh i see you keep it secret so you can be the best murderer though mm -hmm. yeah yeah no that actually fits that actually fits that's All very right. reasonable what do you got for a normal cultist who is a magus oh i mean that's just that's that's too easy like any of any of these Norgaberger like concepts, mm -hmm. all of them need someone to do the thing, mm -hmm. right? All of them have action that is happening. Mm -hmm. Magus is just competent at hitting attack, yeah, and is competent at supplementing their attack with spells. Mm -hmm. You and know, like Magus is like a high intelligence class too. You've got a lot of skills. You could be like a, yeah. a thief guildy little Magus. Yeah, and and you know, sometimes spells are secrets. Mm. You know? so, so that's easily that's easily in the Magus wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that Magus is drawn to Nurgabor or that Nurgabor cultists are drawn to Magus, but there's no I, I, there's no like what's the word conflict. There's no conflict there except the conflict they want there. What do you think about if your body was a secret? what like if you're a monk yeah i actually think monk is a pretty strong fit but i yeah. feel like this is a controversial opinion listeners please go in discord and let me know if my thought process on this is stupid but i've always enjoyed the monk aesthetic of like training yourself for perfection your mm -hmm. mind, your body, your spirit, getting them aligned with something. I also see that kind of being the thing for charlatans or for people who lie all oh. the time. Like you you want to embody the deception so thoroughly that you become the deception. I really kind of see some overlap here. What do you think, Jess? Am I reaching too far on that? Is that way out there? No, I like it. I like it. There's also, um, in Advanced Player's Guide, there was a monk stance shadow grasp where you do, like, negative damage and you create, like, clinging shadows and stuff. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. Oracle's a weird one on our list because Oracle is a divine caster, but you mm -hmm. didn't choose the divine life. The divine life chose you. Yeah. So anytime we talk about them in regards to how are they drawn or how, you know, to it, like this certain deity, Oracle's just a tough one to fit in there. Mm. Uh, well, so suppose you were an Oracle of Norgaber. Suppose maybe your backstory involves like, you discovered some secrets that you weren't supposed to, and you upset oh, wait, are Norgaber, you an oracle? And, he, and he, like, 51st dates you, right? And he messed up your memory. And so, like, you don't know who you were before this. All you know is that now you are cursed with this, like, divine power of Norgaber that is inside of you. But do oracles know where their power comes from? Like... If you're an oracle of Norgaber, is that because he gives you your powers or because you have these powers and you choose to use them for Norgaber? I, I I think you could make a character either way. But what I was going to ask you is if Norgaber 51st dates you and you don't know who you were before, but now you know that you are just like filled with this divine energy from Norgaber, what oracle mystery would you make that character with? We've got Ancestors, Ash, Battle, Bones, Cosmos, Flames, Life. Oh, I'm going to skip this one because that's it. Tempest and Time. Clearly, clearly your mystery is lore. I it agree. It is literally the mystery of having secrets. Mm -hmm. Lo secrets are just lore that you don't share with anyone. Absolutely. That's how that works. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, definitely that one. Yeah. Ooh, look at the next one on our list. Ooh. This is my new favorite class, and I can't wait to tr to play them for whatever my next character is. Yeah. So a Norgaborite psychic. Whoa, there's a lot of overlap here. Jess. Yeah. Other people have secrets, too. Oh, and yeah. And you want them. That, what better yes. way than to smash into their brain and steal them? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 
that's that's cool. Yeah. I, I I think that the lifestyle of the Norga Burger, uh, as mm-hmm. I've established, this is now the name for their cultists. That lifestyle encourages you to train on your mental abilities. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good fit. Ranger and Rogue, I feel like kind of similar in in that like you could make pretty much any kind of Norgabarite character out of a ranger or a rogue. You could like lean into the father skin saw aspect. You could lean into like joining a thieves guild and doing the Grey Master stuff. You could go in the Blackfinger Poisoner direction with either of those classes. Or you could be like a, a Reaper of Reputation kind of person who just likes to to get the goss. I can see that for Rogue. I don't know how you see that for Ranger. Yeah. I don't think Ranger has the same and you know, they're not they're not a one to one. Well, which one like which ones of these do you not see for Ranger? Well, when I think of a Ranger, I think mm-hmm. of someone who truly enjoys nature in their heart, but they don't necessarily need to be a part of nature. Oh. Right? And they want to go out there, they want to be with nature. And they're also quite hardy. They're ready to punch a tree if they have to so they can make their first wooden pickaxe, right? That's the ranger. Yeah, but if you look at, like, the class features and stuff that the rangers get, all of this loving nature stuff isn't really there. What you actually have is that you have a pretty good number of skill training. You have four plus your intelligence, plus you have nature so you know about poisons, and you have survival so you know about tracking people. You have expert perception, fortitude, and reflex. You have a bunch of training in martial weapons. And you have hunt prey for when you're stalking your serial killer victims. Oh, wait. Now, hold on now. You you didn't sell me until you got to hunt prey. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that specifically, mm-hmm. I, I'm never, I'm never looking at these in like terms of mechanics. What does this class do? I'm looking at them in terms of like concept. Mm-hmm. And when I think of a ranger, you know, I, I, I explain what I think of. It's a tour guide for the for mm-hmm. the forest. Mm-hmm. But but that is an aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a tour guide for the forest, but like a stalker mm-hmm. of 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 like a prey animal mm-hmm. or of like whatever your target is. And in that case, yeah, rangers a great fit. Yeah. But you can uh, I, you can be a stalker in an urban environment as well. You don't have to be oh, a stalker sure, in nature. Sure. And one of the interesting things about Ranger that I would point out is that so the dandy archetype, bring it back to the dandy. We'll bring it all back to the dandy. Uh, the dandy archetype, Dan- dandies, geniekin, and cats. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just in a nutshell. That's correct. Now, the dandy archetype in Pathfinder 2 is just an archetype for any class because that's how the archetypes work in Pathfinder 2. But did you know that in Pathfinder 1, the dandy was an archetype for the ranger? Oh, re- oh yeah! It was, wasn't it? I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's so I, cool. I rest my case on rangers and rogues getting basically like... You could fill the same kind of character concept with either. It just depends on the the mechanical execution that you want. All right, I will buy into it fits for Norgerberg because I can see that, mm-hmm. but I cannot and will. N- oh God, I'm gonna disprove my own point. I want to say I cannot and will not ever agree that their concepts overlap enough that they're almost. Oh no, just the same concept. just for the purposes of being a worshiper of Norgerberg. Yeah, but listen, every time I make a rogue or I make a ranger and then I think about what I want to add to the concept, mm-hmm. I end up multi-classing into whatever the other one is. Sure. My my rangers always end up with rogue multi-class. Mm-hmm. My rogues always end up with ranger multi-class. Maybe they are the same. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they're just two sides of the same coin. You know, one is afraid of the... Sh- or <laughs> I shouldn't say that. One is... One lives by the shadows. The other one is merely born in it or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember, I don't remember my, my Bane quote, but, All you right. know, I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. All right, so if you were a follower of Norgerber and you were a sorcerer, what bloodline would you have? Well, I'll, now, hold on now. If you are a sorcerer and you are a follower of Norgerber, you don't, yeah. I mean... That doesn't mean you get to pick your bloodline, right? Well, that's like, right. What okay, if you were making a character, I- I'm thinking, I'm thinking, which mm-hmm. if you have a pool of sorcerers out mm-hmm. there, all the sorcerers, which ones of them are are maybe 
more inclined to go the Nurgaburian route. Mm -hmm. And look, the APG introduced the Shadow Bloodline. Yeah, and the Shadow... That's it. The Shadow Bloodline is very cool, and you get to cast with the Occult spell list, which I think is one of the coolest spell lists. It's definitely one of the coolest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. I... I somehow never even noticed that the Shadow Bloodline is here. Yeah. And now I must make a Shadow Bloodline Shadow Mancer. Mm-hmm. The Shadow Mancer, mm-hmm. or is it Caster in this? I think maybe it's Caster. I don't know. It's so cool though. I love Shadow Cancers. It 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 fill it fills my edgelord teenage heart with joy. And I'm excited about it. Do you know what other bloodline I like specifically for like a serial killer father skinsaw worshiper let me guess let me guess because there's actually a few in here that's really interesting mm-hmm. okay okay there's actually a few in here that's really interesting so i i'm not gonna guess i'm gonna i'm gonna hear it okay i'm gonna tell you which one i have in mind and then you'll tell me which other ones you think would also be really cool okay okay psychopomp i was okay okay uh, yeah yeah I see it, but I want to hear your justification because it's a little on the nose. Well, yeah, I mean, Psychopomp says that your ancestors' deeds drew the attention of Psychopomps, or you might somehow count one in your family tree. Uh, But what if you were a Psychopomp sorcerer in addition to being one of the... Ooh, what are 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 they called? called? The versatile heritage. Yeah, yeah. Something Walker, something Walker, maybe. All right, I'm looking it up. I'll get there first. Dusk Walker. Oh, yeah. I was close. What, oh, I was close. Yeah. What if you were a psychopomp sorcerer in addition to being a Dusk Walker, and you are someone who was killed and then came back, and now you are just taking down as many people as you can with you? You have been given this second chance, and you have decided instead of doing something meaningful with your life, you are just going to destroy as many people as you can they should not have brought you back i mean in all fairness that is meaningful mm-hmm. just not in a positive way yeah yeah but you're you're not like coming back and thinking like oh my life's work that i left incomplete you're you're coming back and saying like oh no all all these people if i'm gonna die again all these people are coming down with me i died exactly. i was dissatisfied with death and pff, i'm not gonna be the only one now or or maybe like death was great and you pulled me out of it. Ooh. I will force you to experience it. Look, a lot of these bloodlines are actually really cool for mm-hmm. Nurgabur mm-hmm. the more I look at them. Mm-hmm. For example, aberrant, right? Your, your, your blood has aberrations in it. If you put this in terms of like the, the, the classic Lovecraftian aberrations, mm-hmm. you know, that is a fantasy. That is a fiction of, of secrets. You know, Ooh, you discover yes. a secret, it makes you insane, mm-hmm. <laughs> but also powerful. Right, that could easily be many of these different ones. Yeah. Or look yeah. at obviously demonic. You know, mm-hmm. Norgaver promotes the lifestyle you probably enjoy. Mm-hmm. All right, Fae, let's talk. Yeah, you, we have to move on. A lot of these are really fun. Yeah, let's talk about summoner. Let's talk about being a follower of Norgaver and a summoner. Okay, so let's see. You are a follower of Norgaver. You have what about that prompts you to learn summoning or yeah, you do so summoning you... what about that prompts you to follow Norgaber? yeah so some of the eidolons that we have are very similar options to the eidolon uh, to the bloodline options that you had for sorcerer so like you can have a psychopomp eidolon you can have yeah. a fey eidolon a lot of these are very similar but i'm really intrigued by doing this like father skin saw anger phantom eidolon oh that's cute you've got like interesting a vengeful spirit that has like its own agenda and its agenda is murder yeah yeah it i wonder if you as the pc don't necessarily worship nurgaber but like the influence of this angry spirit you're tied to kind of makes it so that your character sheet does say nurgaber on it Ooh. And then for the same reasons, you know, as in the sorcerer, psychopomp's interesting. Yeah. You know, like you've corrupted the psychopomp to to, to, to send more people to Phrasma. Mm-hmm. Actually, that might not even no, that that's definitely corruption. That's mm-hmm. definitely corruption. Yeah, I mean it it can work. I, I see ways that you can worship Norgaber as a summoner. Mm-hmm. But I don't I 
without specific circumstances like the anger phantom, I'm not really sure that they are drawn to each other at mm-hmm. all. You know. What do you think about Swashbuckler? Okay, so at face value, mm-hmm. at face value, it doesn't work. You know, face value with a swashbuckler is you're loud and you're show and you you show off, and you know that's where you get your power from. At at surface level, you're like, well, nothing about Norgaber wants you to, you know, be a show off, except that the fact that conceal your true mm-hmm. motives, conceal your true identity. There's a lot about the swashbuckler that braggado styling yes. can conceal, you know? Absolutely. So actually some ways you could do it. You de- you have to be a vigilante, though. You have to be swashbuckling <laughs> vigilante or it doesn't work. Yeah, I like that a lot. Thaumaturge. Oh, I just love the Thaumaturge. I just I, yeah, the Thaumaturge is so cool. And, like, if you consider your, like, um, if you consider your esoteric lore as, like, a lore of secrets. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, good. You're, yeah. like, pulling from this pool of secrets mm-hmm. you've amassed you know yeah or or, or or you're like casting yourself into the well of secrets to see what you yes can find. and when That's you do good. when you do exploit vulnerability for like a personal antithesis you are like creating custom weaknesses for creatures based on their deepest secrets that will wound them the most yo in a way this is the most nergabergian mm-hmm. you know of all yeah. of them yeah, I, I say that. that, and then I say I say that I feel, and then I read the next one, which oh yeah, and it's like, well, that's also pretty Norgobergian. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, and I feel like a lot of the witch patrons as well, like curse that could definitely be like a Norgober witch, fate that could be a Norgober witch, fervor that could be a Norgober witch, night, yeah, pacts, runes, like so many of these could be yeah, your all of your these Norgober are witch. Good. You know, Baba Yaga. Obviously, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> and then, for many of the reasons we've mentioned in other classes, mm-hmm. the wizard's also a pretty good fit. Oh, yeah. You know, wizards draw power from mm-hmm. their knowledge. And Norgerber says, hey, let's go figure out some of the best knowledge. Knowledge yeah. so good, ain't nobody know it. Yeah. And then, divination you know? magic in the same way as like the psychic pulling secrets out of other people, discovering what they're trying to hide. Uh, illusion oh, yeah, yeah. magic, concealing everything about yourself and creating false realities yeah i mean all the wizards a great fit for nerdabur he's oh, yeah. feeling he's feeling it you're feeling it let's Ooh, yeah. make this happen you know what else we're gonna make happen lauren is it is it the questions because i want you to reveal some secrets as patron vardok bloodstone asks how would you role play the voice of nerdabur Unfortunately, I've already done that earlier in the episode with the the Uwunorabur. Oh, that's true. Fair. <laughs> that is that is now the canon voice mm. of Norgaber. Uwoo, I hope you do some murders for me. Yeah. I'm I'm so sorry. Right. That's Norgaber's voice now. <laughs> no. All right, let's give the listeners what they okay, want. Well, no, that's that's my voice. What's your voice for Norgaber? No, no, no. <laughs> you got to do your Tom not- Waits voice again. <laughs> No, no, you are just passing the buck on me. You're you gotta do it, Jess. I'm putting it okay, back. Okay, listen, You're doing listen, it. listen. I feel like if I were role playing Norgaber, I think I would really enjoy doing a different voice for him every single time. Interesting. Oh, whoa, no, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Norgaber's voice is just the voices of the people around you at the time. Or perhaps he reflects your voice back to you and he like speaks to you through reflections and mirrors. You're not going to pull this out of my head. You're in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. You're trying to buy bread mm-hmm. and 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 you, you, you pull out your, your purse and you're like, ah, oh, crap, I ran out of money. It looks like somebody picked my pocket. So so you're like, ah, oh, you, you do a, a, some curse or something. And then somebody looks next to you and they're like with one hand i give and like what does that mean and then like somebody taps you on the shoulder and they're like you shouldn't take it my name in vain they walk away you know some beggar over in the corner is like do you have any alms for me your death is coming you know like yeah, I, don't, I don't know yeah. this idea that these different people come up and all of them are the voice of nerd i'm actually down for that i'm yeah, down for yeah. that uh patron paper ninja asks 
how is Norgaberg going to die? No, you're going to wait, Paper Ninja, because my <laughs> because I've got another thing for the voice of Norgaberg, and I like it too. Okay. And I, 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 I just have to do it. Okay. I, I think that each of his aspects is a different one. Yeah, Completely yeah. Completely different. And like his like his clergy when they're like I hear the voice of black fingers, you know, they're hearing something different than I hear the voice of the gray master. Mm-hmm. And and so Jess, I think we need to look, the the folks came to hear us do some bad voices. Jess, we got to do them. I did one already. Bad... I did ooh You, you did no, ooh Nergabert doesn't count. No GM would do that. No GM would do it. I would. All right. So I will give you I will give you the uh the golden choice. Mm. You can pick whichever two aspects you want, and then I'll do two aspects. Okay. Well I'll choose Reaper of Reputation, and then you make your pick. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna draft them. That's right. That's good. So, so- uh let's set let let's set the scene here. Uh let's say that somebody from you are Norgaberg. Somebody from this aspect, a temple of this aspect, somebody hot, somebody who's proven themselves to you, they are praying for the thing that that temple likes. So for Reaper Reputation, you know, a a, cl- a clergy member that you really respect is, uh, they cast the spell where you give them some answers and and you know you're you're gonna tell them how to get this the secrets of the reputation of this one. But so, that's it. Oh my god, listeners, you can't see it, but I can see it. Jess's face looks like she's about to You're throwing me off. This. You're throwing me off. I know. Yeah, welcome to my world. Welcome. You see what I deal with. Uh, uh. You will take what is about to you. Whoa. That was actually pretty cool. I like that kind of graspy mm-hmm. like nature of it mm-hmm. it's pretty cool let me see black fingers father skin saw the gray master got thieves murder poison follower is praying for the thing that they want so they're praying for alchemical secrets they're praying for uh, a job to go right or they're praying for bounteous violence let's see Skin saw's almost the hardest one in my head. I think well, I'm just gonna sit. Take I take whatever one that you want. Away. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get I'm gonna try to get you to do skin saw. Okay. Gray master, god of thieves. I feel this one feels easy to me, okay. so I'm gonna go with this. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, um, well, like I, I'm just trying to figure out what the fool's gonna say. All right. Uh, fasten the locks on the west side. Pick from the north. Harvest before the moon. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. I just feel like, you know, thieves whisper to each other. So yeah. the Grey Master's going to sound like a whisper. Yeah, yeah. All right. And you want to hear me do Father Skin Saw, so I'll do Father Skin Saw. Yeah, I really don't want to do Skin Saw. All right, all right. <laughs> I just, me... I, I, I can't feel it. I can't feel it. All right, let me adjust my posture here, get into my Father Skin Saw posture. You will make the streets run, my child. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, now do your black fingers. I, well, I, I'm, I'm thinking. Oh, you're, of, you're digesting. I'm, I'm, I'm digesting skin saw. I'm digesting mm-hmm. the skin saw, and I'm kind of getting this. I'm getting wafts of, of like an elder who, mm-hmm. who simply has what you. Like the commands, mm-hmm. it's not disrespectful, but you know you don't betray the voice of the elder. Mm-hmm. You know, make the streets run red, my child, because you know what'll happen if you don't. I'm kind of feeling it. Mm-hmm. All right, black fingers, god of poison. The way I want to take this is kind of like, a, like, I'll just I'll just go there. I'll just go there. We'll see how it comes out. Mm-hmm. Grave root. Sunflower, I, of, I, I I can't come up with good like witches. No, I like that though. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Blackfingers, but like he's just a little guy. Yeah, like 
the sweat of an innocent's brow. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. Kind of like, I'm trying to go for like a little bit of the mad scientist, you know. All right, so we normally don't give a question this much, but no. I thought that was too much fun. Yeah. So we got to go through the others a little bit mm -hmm. quick. Mm -hmm. All right. Paper Ninja asks, how is Norgerberg going to die? How is Norgerberg going to die? Oh, man, you would think I'd have been prepared for this. Well, one I of the think... Core 20 gods is going to die, right? So, like, yeah, supposing it's Norgerberg, how is he going to go out? Well, I was listening to the fan theory that, oh, I better not go down this route. Mm -hmm. I better not go down this route. All right, how's Norgerberg going to die? If he is one of the Core 20 that dies, how does he die? I feel like hubris is involved. Mm. I feel like he stages something that doesn't go well for him. Like, yeah, I, I think he puts he puts a plot in motion that he's sure is going to work, and then but it backfires. Yeah, yeah. I think Norgerberg has contingencies in place that will erase people's uh, recollection of how he dies. Oh, interesting. I think when he dies, uh, he will, I suppose, stop granting spells, perhaps, or perhaps not. But I don't think people will know how he dies or when he died. Maybe he's already dead and he just has uh, contingencies in place granting spells to his clerics, but he's not actually there anymore. Maybe he's four burgers in a trench coat. Mm. Listener, Mr. Cab or Mercab55 asks, is talking about Nurgaber's edicts itself in Anathema. Now, Jess, I wanted to introduce this because I wanted to put you on the spot. I know one of your favorite movies is Fight Club. Yeah. And this is literally just the Fight Club Nurgaberger style. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you have to spread the faith somehow, and the clerics need to know what their edicts and Anathema are somehow. But in a faith that is so... Uh, centralized around secrets, I don't think that you would be telling outsiders what your edicts or anathema are, given that uh, Norgaber's anathema does include sharing a secret freely and allowing your identity to be connected with your dark dealings. You wouldn't want other people to know what edicts of your faith you are or are not following. You want to be working from the shadows. You want to be keeping these things hidden. And I think that if other faiths know what your edicts are, it is easier for them to manipulate you. Whereas if they don't know what the tenets of your faith are, if they don't know what ways you can or cannot expect the faithful of Norgerber to act, it makes them less predictable, less easy to control, less easy to count on. And I think it does give them a certain advantage of concealing what their expected behavior might be. You know, I gave myself a thought about this. Mm -hmm. This is just like Fight Club. If you are a priest of Norgerberg, mm -hmm. you're not going to go spread the word and proselytize. Mm -hmm. You're going to go hang out with people who are destitute or who need something mm -hmm. and you're going to present solutions to their problems that are maybe a little more malicious than they would have come up with themselves and you're going to you know, point them towards these acts you're going to build a following of people who have learned that by listening to what you're telling them to do they're improving their own lives and, and slowly you... they will learn the edicts themselves. Mm -hmm. They'll just learn it just by what, by the teachings. It's a show, not tell situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you only want to give them as much information as they actually need. There is no reason to share lore or secrets of the faith with them that go in excess of what they strictly need to know at this time in their teachings. And I think that probably for the churches of Norgerberg, keeping this information hidden from so many members of the church probably gives the church uh, an amount of power. Having members of the church who don't understand everything that's going on around them creates secrets where otherwise they wouldn't exist and then creates a power around those secrets. Imagine you talk 
uh, s- someone into murdering their abusive husband, mm-hmm. right? Because it frees them from, well, that. <laughs> but then, you know, they've got, they've got like, you know, an amount of property or wealth or whatever that they wouldn't have had otherwise. Here's what you do. You go in and, you know, they thank you for, like, the advice. They thank you for how you helped them set it up. Mm-hmm. And then you grab, like, you know, like a gold pow- a gold purse. Mm-hmm. And you take, like, half of it out. You hand the other half back. And you throw it in. You just throw it in the river. And you're, like, for the Grey Master. And that's all you say on it. Mm-hmm. You know? You slowly indoctrinate them. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that. So I think we have determined that, yes, it is anathema to talk about the edicts. Yeah. Listener Jeremy Bellabrasi asks, where was Norgabur when Aroden died? Behind him. Network member Justin Knight asks, what secret topping would you put on a Nor burger? Oh. Um, oh. Oh, I got it. Uh, well, black pudding. Isn't that like British and it's made with blood? I'm going to go with cyanide. Oh, well, that's well, that's also good. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's also good. Well, we have done the cardinal sin of enlightening you on the teachings of Nurga Burger, and thus we must eat the cyanide burger <laughs> that, that Jess has cooked up for us. So before I die, that's all we have for you today. Make sure to check out the rest of our content on the No Direction Network, because if you like this show or any of our other blogs or shows, and I really hope you do, we work so hard for this, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash no direction, because really it's just the support of our patrons that make this all possible. Until next time, I'm Jess. And I'm Lauren. Thank you for listening to Legend Lore, and as always, with our subject present, we've increased our occultism checks degree of success by one step.